1: Hello and welcome to NUMA podcast with the Reverend Michelangelo Oguche bringing your way today the inspired Word of God and I hope you will be blessed.
0: Thank you for joining this podcast. Our text today is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 23, verse number 33 to 43.
1: When they came to the place called the Skull, there they crucified him, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others, let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ?
0: Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I pray that you anoint my lips today and inspire me, O oh God, that as I bring your word, those who listen to this podcast will be blessed. And Father God, today we're talking about forgiveness. And I'm asking, O oh Lord, that you will help us as a people called by your name to learn the very act of forgiveness. O oh Lord, I pray, no matter how difficult it is to forgive someone today, help us, Father. And Lord, I seal these prayers in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Once again, we have come to that time of the year when we take stocks of our lives, celebrate what needed celebrating. But more than anything else, we celebrate Christ's rule over the kingdom of God here on earth as we prepare for the season of expectation according to the church calendar we pray and hope that the kingdom of god will be complete so that the brokenness of our world will be fully healed and restored to god's original plan but to do that, it's important that we look closely at what jesus did during his last days on earth and what he did simple was to forgive so forgiveness plays a very important role in the coming of jesus christ this is why it's important to take into account the manner that Jesus Christ accomplished his ministry on earth by taking his rightful place as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Some of the lessons we need to learn from our key passage today will be Jesus' approach to humiliation And his willingness to suffer to the extent of forgiving the unforgivable even with all the powers at his disposal he was stripped of his robes and a crown of thorn pushed over his head to make caricature of his kingship with blood dripping he was ridiculed by all even a dying criminal in fact jesus christ was denied of all human dignity and rights and finally crucified among two criminals yet he was full of grace and truth and forgiveness was his song what a wonderful savior we have As we understand, the actual process of crucifixion was intentionally designed to be graphic. This type of execution process was meant to deter people from crimes, especially treason. The process includes public humiliation and torture of the condemned individual. This was what Jesus suffered. Dr. Luke, in his Gospel, revealed a trapezoid pattern of the humiliation that Jesus Christ endured in the hands of his persecutors. Jesus was first ridiculed by the rulers. They said, He save others, let him save himself, if he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. You find this in Luke chapter 23 verse 35. The Roman soldiers took their turn and mocked Jesus Christ. They offered him soured wine for a drink and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Again, you find this in Luke chapter 23 verse 36 to 37. Then one of the criminals to be crucified scorned. He said to Jesus, you are supposed to be the anointed one, right? Well, do it. Rescue yourself and us. Luke chapter 23 verse 39. What all these people didn't know as we do today was that Jesus had come to bring salvation to all Who would accept him? This you find in John chapter 3 verse 16. Jesus Christ did not come to save himself, but to save the world. This mission of God on earth required death by the way of the cross, and by such sacrifice, Jesus Christ demonstrated the gap love of God. We know this because we've got the Bible. We know this because we have the story. Thank God that Jesus Christ died and rose again. The grave could not hold him captive. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 14 to 15, the apostle Paul made a strong case. He said, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith more than that we are then found to be false witnesses about god for we have testified about god that he raised christ from the dead you see my brothers and sisters. The resurrection of Jesus Christ sealed our faith in God and it is the singular event that differentiates Christianity from all other religions of this world. I am so glad I am a part of this victorious family and you should be glad too you that is listening to me you should be glad that you're part of this victorious family a family of god a family that is ready to be taken away to be with jesus christ only because he died was buried and on the third day he was raised from the dead hallelujah none of this mockery bothered jesus christ because he is by now used to being challenged to act but jesus christ is not like you and me he does not flex muscles he does not need to prove anything he knows who he was he's been there before at the beginning of his ministry, after forty days in the wilderness, Satan threw him a trepatite challenge earlier. In the book of Luke chapter four, verse one to 13, the first one was, "If you are the Son of God, tell the stones to become bread." And Jesus responded by saying, "It is written: "Man shall not live by bread alone." Secondly, i will give you all this authority and splendor it has been given to me and i can give it to anyone i want to on condition that you worship me it will all be yours and jesus answered it is written worship the lord your god and serve him alone you see Satan is promising what does not belong to him. And this is why, as children of God, we must understand this, that God created the world, not Satan. Now, the third one is, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. But Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Jesus simply made it clear to the devil, look, I am your God. You cannot test me. You cannot put me to test, even though I'm in the flesh so you see jesus christ knows the true identity of the devil and therefore will not succumb to cheap blackmail and for this last time he is at it again using all available vessels to challenge the lordship of jesus christ so as to derail the plan of salvation like every other big occasion there were curious crowd of people milling around but they just stood doing nothing. This is NUMA
1: Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening.
0: perhaps watching what the outcome of Jesus' crucifixion would be. They have seen this kind of uh, uh, parade before, except that on this occasion, it was Jesus Christ, the one who had been teaching and performing miracles. Would he perform yet another miracle? Even for the last time, they did not mock Jesus, neither did they argue, with those who persecuted him. Maybe they were disappointed that he let himself and them down. Have you ever been in that position? Have you ever been in that place where you expect something supernatural to happen and it didn't? Again, Jesus Christ didn't have to prove anything. Jesus said all this state of Uh, indifference covered in few words in Luke chapter 23 verse 35 he said in prayers father forgive them for they don't know what they are doing this is the most important aspect of our key text today and in fact this is the ultimate lesson every Christian every child of God must learn Jesus Christ excused the ignorance of his persecutors. He saw beyond the facade. He saw deep inside. That's why he prayed, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. If only Christians would learn from this singular act of divine generosity, the world would be a better place as we will forgive all those who trespassed against us matthew chapter 6 verse 12 let us know this in the lord's prayers and if we can forgive 70 times seven each day and this is matthew chapter 18 verse 21 to 22 many times we too are as guilty as the leaders the soldiers and a thief on the left who acted out of impulse and ridicule and rejoiced even at the suffering of another. But still, Jesus Christ prayed for them, for God to forgive their ignorance. To forgive is not as simple as I'm saying it today. Some of you listening to this podcast may be carrying burdens of unforgiveness because you think you are within your right not to forgive but i beg you in the name of jesus christ today to lay down your burden as they are unnecessary baggage that does no good but harm in the end jesus's action calls us to be magnanimous and gracious towards those who trespasses against us however we cannot do that unless we try to understand your level of ignorance and the reasons why they acted the way they did in the first place a person can be highly literate educated but very ignorant of the basics of life as Jesus Christ, looked beyond the physical appearance of his persecutors and forgave them just as he looked beyond the person of Peter in Matthew chapter 16 verse 23. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. You see, my friends, Jesus was not referring in any way to Peter as the devil. Rather, Jesus was referring to the influence behind Peter. So, this is what we're talking about today. We need to be able to come to that place and take our stand against the ignorance of people when Jesus said father forgive them for they don't know what they are doing he surely included the Jewish leaders who inspired the mob against him in the first place they were the reason Jesus Christ was charged with treason but they were also ignorant people just as the soldiers were. The soldiers were only doing their jobs. It wasn't their idea to have him nailed to the cross. So Jesus prayed for them as well. Remember, previously, Jesus taught his disciples to pray for their enemies. And in Matthew chapter 5, verse 43 to 45, he says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He curses his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous what jesus christ is doing here is simply turning the table against the status quo he wants christians his followers to be different to show the world that they are different and that is the simple message of forgiveness which brings salvation brothers and sisters this then is the template of our discipleship in christ jesus by forgiving we are letting our lights shine in all areas of the darkness of this world by so doing we are not proving anything to anybody that we are recreating the very life of Christ and the reason for his ultimate sacrifice. As I bring this podcast to a close, I would like to remind us that despite the wickedness of the leaders, the soldiers, the indifference of the crowd, and the insensitivity of the thief on the left. In our story today, we have learned that regardless of how badly we may have been treated by others, we must endeavor to cultivate the habit of forgiveness. Because Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, forgave those who accused him, those who wrongly charged and condemned him, those who ignorantly mocked him, those who nailed him to the cross, and those standing by. Like the thief on the right hand, we know that no one created of God is beyond redemption, especially when we stand up from our vulnerable position to take a stand for justice and to turn to Jesus Christ and say, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, please remember me. This statement simply means, dear Lord, I know I have done wrong all along, but now I acknowledge you as my king both now and forever. This is a cry of repentance. This is a cry of knowledge out of ignorance that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Jesus Christ is the hope for the hopeless and the hope for the broken world. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what character you are in in this story. Are you among the Jewish leaders, or the soldiers, or the crowd, or the thief on the left, or the thief on the right? The best place to be, friends, is to be on the right hand side of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you today for your loving kindness and for your mercy. And thank you, Lord, for as many that has listened to this podcast. I ask, Lord, that you help us, O God, to live an exemplary life, a life of forgiveness, a life, O God, that will show others what you truly are. Father God, like you, we pray today for our enemies, for those who who hate us we say father forgive them for they know not what they do god lord we ask that you strengthen those who are struggling to implement forgiveness in their faith i ask today lord that you will help such brothers and sisters that they will learn from you today and i ask all this in the name of jesus christ of nazareth amen ¿Qué?